What's up, all in family? It is Trent here. What I need you to do is like, share, save on all of our platforms. We would greatly appreciate it. Y'all stay tuned for this episode with Rail from the Q6. We got plenty of stuff for you. Y'all go check all that out. Remember, all in, always. Get your mind to work and work and work and work and work and baby And think about how love can be All in audio experience. We back. Where you at, Trent? Yeah, I fuck with the intro, by the way. That's some real dope. Ass. <laughs> 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 hey, that's Trent on the vocals. Where you oh, at, dog? Y'all can't hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, dog. Okay, good, good. I'm here. I'm here. I, I need you to pipe up on this Sunday morning, bro. I need, I need, I need that energy. Hey, say look. Hey, I wish I was there to see my boy, who we gonna introduce right now. Yes, sir. I got Rail. Yeah, man, nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm your new co-host, Rail. We over here interviewing <laughs> Trent for the day. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> this nigga just here. We interviewing Trent today. <laughs> yes, but yes, yes sir. sir. We got Rail from the Q6 in his joint. That's good. I All appreciate y'all for having a brother through. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Long time coming. Long time coming, man. Sure. We got. We got. We got some good stuff to go through today, man. We got some stories to get into today. Yeah. I'm a, Trent, I'm going to let you fire the first one off. Let's get to it. Man, let's, man, let's go ahead and just see um, where did you know your music start, man? I remember back in high school, you was doing it. Was you doing it even before then, like music? Yeah, man. This shit has been a long time before. Like, I, I would probably say, like, it's, it's been different periods. Like, when I was about, like, maybe six, seven years old, you know, of course, I didn't really know too much of exactly when I wanted to grow up to be. Like, everybody, I guess, like, some kids be coming up like, yeah, I want to be a doctor or a lawyer and some shit like that. The, man, I ain't going to get into that. But, like, the most I wanted to be was I wanted to be a basketball player, like every other young, young nigga in the world. But, like, yeah, hoop dreams, of course. But I want to say – I don't want to say it was a 50 Cent Candy Shop video. It was either that or I seen, like, Bow Wow rapping or some shit like that, a little Romeo. And, like, I used to tell this girl all the time when I was in, like, first, second grade that little Romeo was my cousin. Oh, dead as hell. That shit too. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas lie unprovoked. Yeah, bro. I've been, been at the game for a minute. But, like, um, yeah, so, like, since then, I just kind of, like, I told my mama that I was going to be a rapper when, when I grew up. And she was like, no, you ain't going to be no rapper. You don't want to do it for the right reason. You trying you see all them girls and all these all these oh, uh, diamonds well, she was she was right i mean no one i'm not i'm not finna disagree with her but like some years later i want to say i got into middle school and uh i went through some things bro like mentally like i would say um just uh from a from a writing a suicide note when i was younger uh I, I feel like I ain't had too many other options. I felt like I was getting to the point where before I even made it out of middle school, like, shit was just kind of coming to a standstill for me. And, like, you know, I was, I was, I didn't feel like I was being heard. 
was it was how I was feeling about certain shit. So you know, I'll write out how I felt, and after writing out how I felt, I kind of would look at it and go, okay. I I feel a lot better about my situation, my circumstances, and you know I I would think to myself that I got something to live for. Shortly after my niece was born, um, going into my eighth grade year, so from that point I felt like I had somebody I needed to uh, set an example for going forward. Um, so those uh, suicide notes kind of transitioned into spoken word. Um, and from there, like I got to ninth grade. And that's when I want to say, first off, I met your brother, Trent, Tyree. Mm-hmm. It's who I met first uh, within the music shit. And, like, that nigga was ambitious from the jump. Like, bro was ready to go. Like, no joke. He was ready to make it in an instant. So that fire lit a fire under my ass. And it, it made me, like, really lock in on this shit. And then, um, shortly after, somebody introduced me to Enrique. Uh, one time, which we call him Ish, but um, told me he made beats. I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Like, I, I rap and shit. I try to explain it to him, like my vision or whatever. And of course, you know, any rapper that walks up to you telling you he raps, like, you're not going to really look at it as like, okay, this nigga's serious. He's going to have to show me. You feel me? So, like, it's been months going since that conversation. And then, you know, he seen I was serious about that shit. And, you know, he had like a, a laptop or like a little recording uh yeah like mixed craft on a laptop and um then he had uh some other system on another laptop and we didn't know how to record on one and well we only knew how to record on one and then we knew how to mix on the other so we didn't know how to combine both of them shits together and so it was taking us time and eventually we we got the process together and the rest is history what was your very first um piece of uh, like a song piece of like, like art you got to get like y'all was able to put together like the very first piece that we was able to put together like yeah, like my very first piece that I ever wrote and the very first piece I ever put together is two completely different things because the very first piece I ever wrote was like y'all ever, y'all know this song Bill Withers uh, ain't no sunshine yeah I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't have like a producer at the time so like I wrote like a whole song in my head to like this fake ass beat that I, that was never made but oh, it was okay. like <laughs> it was like it was like I wanted it to be a build with a sample okay but it never happened so we linked I had oh, I had like a hell of a lot more different shit spread like I was, I used to just write long ass verses to like just tempo to my head or whatever and so um the first piece that we did was called Be Real and Stay Humble that was to a Wu Tang Cream beat, okay. so uh, that's actually still on my SoundCloud to this day. Cash Should be Cream, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So tough. like that was that was the start of Brash, and that was the start of you stay humble, and that was back in like I want to say 2013, hey, don't, 2014. Don't tell me you, you were singing too at first. He said what? He said don't tell me you were singing at first. Man. Let me turn you up. See, that was, I mean, that was all y'all brother, man. Not, look, listen, bro. Tyree, <laughs> listen. <laughs> we was in ninth grade, bro. Tyree was that nigga, bro. Like, I kid you not. Bro had the, bro had the YouTube channel and everything with, with old girl. Like, bro, singing. Like, all the hoes love this nigga, man. Like, why nobody trying to hear my ass rapping, bro? Oh, like, so weird, <laughs> bro. Talk, they were trying to hear that shit. It was like, oh, my God, let me hear Tyree sing. And I was like, you know, I'm stepping out the way. Let my man do his thing. You feel me? Yeah. 
eventually we got everything together, bro. And like we spent days, bro. Like every time like we got out of school, like all of us, me, Tari, Ish, Vine, and like all of us, we would go to Ish house and just like board ourselves up in the room and just like create, bro. Like getting at that shit every day. Like, some early days. Yeah, early yeah, days. Yeah. yeah. Shit was crazy. It was I feel like I just came back to the city one day and niggas was calling it Enrique. Yeah, I was like, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. I never. <laughs> <laughs> I never. Everybody be like, when I, when I be like telling them, I'm like, yeah, it's a, it should hit you back or, or, or hit up Ish or whatever. They be like, who's Ish? I'm like, so weird. Oh, my fault. Excuse me, Enrique. Enrique. <laughs> I was like, let me get with the program. <laughs> I call these niggas by their nicknames, bro. It don't matter how famous anybody get around. Oh, so me. weird. Yeah. Vaughn kept it simple for me. Oh, uh, yeah. Vaughn <laughs> gonna have to keep it simple. I'm definitely gonna forever call Vaughn. Vaughn. Oh, cry. It's my niggas, though, man. Yeah, I had uh, no idea that he came to make the beat this whole time, you know? Yeah, bro. Uh, but of course, it shows, you know? But, um, that's because Enrique's so humble yeah. with it, bro. Because I really did not know either. Like, Enrique's so chill with it, too. Yeah. Like, you really won't get a word out that nigga if he don't want you to. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, li- yeah. If he don't want you <laughs> to. if he don't want you to. Yeah. Yeah, we, throughout the years, bro, like, all of us, we didn't, we didn't have some days, bro. We didn't have some days. We didn't have some nights. We didn't mess through some shit. Like, all of us, bro. Like, and, like, for us to all still be, like, a, a, a solid unit to this day. It's a blessing. You feel me? That's how I look at it. So, man, what happened, I would say, like, after high school, like, you was kind of building that momentum, then, um, you know, college, like, um, was there ever a moment you felt like, all right, I don't really want to do this music shit no more, you know? Actually, um, coming out of high school, I would probably say, like, it kind of intensified for me. Like, in my opinion, I got hungrier. Um, however, niggas was getting distracted at the same time. And um, we didn't have our mind in the right spot, um, chasing after the wrong things. Um, I feel like once I got out of high school, that's when I say I probably started taking the wrong route with shit. And, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to pinpoint exactly where it, where it all ch- where it all turned around. Um, I met um, oh, T.J. Hayes because uh, he goes by Baby Rich now. Um, my freshman year, and uh, since then, like he he ended up uh, mixing the first project that we actually put together, which was unexpected. Um, and we recorded that shit in like three to four days. It was like during a snowstorm type shit. We like locked ourselves in a room and just got to that shit. You know? I came before. Uh, was it Remember November? Yeah, that was before November. That was like a that was a mixtape in a way. Okay. In a sense, I had like I had signed like a uh, start off deal with like a, a start up label here in Huntsville. Um, okay, talk about shout, that. Uh, shout out, matter of fact, shout out to Kobe and TK. Um, they they gave me some great guidance while working with them. But I didn't listen. Okay. And I can I can legit admit that um, they told me, especially TK at the time, he was like, uh, tape is dope, but it's not finished. Like, you need more work to do on this bitch. So you, I, I wouldn't suggest you release this right now. But me being young, me being so ambitious, like, 
I didn't want to hear that. Like I'm, I was ready to go. I'm a, yeah, yeah, right nah, in there. I, I feel that. I feel like I missed made that mistake yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Like where it's like, nah, I gotta get shots up, bro. Yeah, what you, you what you talking about, yeah. bro? Yeah. So like, Patience. he gave me an ultimatum at the time. He was like, you know, you can release your project, but uh, you can't release it under us if you want to release it. He hit you with the TDE joint. Yeah, he punched your ass. Yeah, he TD punched my ass, for real. And so I, I, I told myself, I was like, at the time, I was like, I'm going to take a chance on myself, and I'm actually going to, you know, I'm going to try and do what I what I, what I believe is, is best for me at the time. So I, I, I went my separate ways. But in all honesty, I don't know if y'all are familiar with uh, Jasper or Repsa. Um, he's uh, another artist from Huntsville. Repsa, I've heard that name before. Me and him, uh, we actually were on that same label together. He's, he's staying in Mobile now. He's doing incredible with his career as well. But um, I feel like me, him, and everybody else who was a part of that the entity could have, you know, made something out of that. But I was being selfish, bro. And um, when I dipped, he told me, he was like, if you dip, then I'm finna dip too. So I'm just like, mm. it is what it is. And after that point, shit just kind of just disbanded. Everybody went their separate ways. And everybody, in my opinion, everybody's doing exceptionally well yeah i feel like that's why you gotta let let go of the past you Definitely. know what i'm saying because like ain't no losses just learning lessons you know what i'm saying it didn't work out how you thought it was supposed to work out but mm-hmm. i mean you learn from it and exactly. you learn a valuable lesson from it exactly so, so going into your next project in november explain the process of that a little bit because i heard you you got some some love from uh Molly and some people that helped you put that project together. So, bro, November, and all honesty, I would probably say November, that time period is actually what Don't Do Drugs in the Valley is about. Okay. Um, damn, what do I start? Yeah, uh, that's what I was like. Yeah, I know. So damn, what do I start? Before you get into, I guess, the Molly stuff, just talk about like creating that project and how that like just manifested. Uh, pretty much the project was, um, Based on true stories of me growing up, um, true feelings of me growing up, uh, just me being a product of my environment, um, me choosing um, rap and, and making music over what was provided in front of me, you feel me? Because, like, everybody I knew at that time was starting to choose a street life in some way or everybody's trying to sell something. Because it's trying to be hard. Sure. Feel me, and it's just like we wasn't all raised up to be that way. Yeah, for we, sure. We was all raised up to be playing sports. Everybody wanted to, you know, be the next Allen Iverson or fucking yeah. Mike Vick. You feel me? Like niggas now. wanted to sing. Niggas wanted. Niggas had productive, like yeah, wholesome goals, and yeah, like the world kind of. Yeah, feel me. So I just kind of wanted to like showcase that, but also like let people know of where I came from and like what I seen, and the fact that like she wasn't always sweet, but like. We made the best out of what we had, and you know. But the way that it kind of started, the the process of putting that project together was, um, my nigga Wilkes. Shout out to Wilkes. Actually, I'm gonna have to start back further than that. We actually, um, when we finished the unexpected with uh Baby Rich, he was actually supposed to mix uh, the next project, which was November. Okay. Um, he ended up getting the opportunity to go on this tour, um, and it was a big tour. And uh, eventually he ended up uh, getting signed to DDG. And, um, I don't, which I don't I'll hold it against him at all by any chance, because, like, if 
tables are turned. You know, niggas got to do what they got to do. Yeah, for sure. Feel me? Got to put money, uh, food on the table. Yeah, so um, he he ends up going his own way. And so me and Ish, like, we've been trying to, like, find an engineer for this project. And so we, like, working with just random motherfuckers out there in Florida. Bro, we was working with, <laughs> we was working with white boys, too, where, like, we're going, this man had every bit of equipment in his apartment. You feel me? Every bit of equipment that you can think of for mixing and mastering. But we never got a song done. We're going there every day, every night. He didn't get, get drunk. one song? He'll get drunk as hell. And, like, the guy that brought us to him, they'll get drunk together, walk around his apartment, and he's just showing them all this equipment the whole night. And we just sitting there smoking, like, when we finna get it started, you feel me? Yeah. Oh, hell no. Nothing got done. Yeah, you feel me? Like, nothing got done. Um, Eventually, my nigga Wilkes, he ends up hitting me like, hey, bro, I got this uh, engineer here in Huntsville. Uh, his name Mally. Um, He'll do a project for y'all for this set amount. Come up with the bread. Here's his number. Make that shit happen. I tell Ish. Ish, at first, he was kind of hesitant because, you know, he was like, really trying to learn the process himself. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, he wasn't really trying to put it off into nobody else's hands. So, like... Was it more about, like, not having the equipment at the time, or did he did he have the equipment just he needed to learn? We didn't have Pro Tools, so, like, we technically didn't have the equipment. Okay. Um, We had, like, we had Logic on a laptop. A microphone. Okay, and this was like pre, like when this shit really got digital, and niggas could have like home studios. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was like right at the time, cause like at the time, like everybody was only going to like big studios. Facts. Facts. Like everybody's facts. paying big money for this shit. So like, yeah. when my nigga hit me up talking about going to another nigga basement to do a, a album like for like hundreds of dollars, I'm just like, sounds sketchy. Okay, yeah, yeah, you feel facts. me? But um, he kind of broke down his uh his criteria to me and like, you know, his credibility and who he was. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Um, we end up uh, going over there, record the first song. And then the second day we came, all of a sudden Cody G was there and shout out to Cody G as well. Um, that nigga Cody, bro. Second song we recorded was truth. Cause the first song we recorded was 1995. And after we did Truce, the nigga Cody just looked at us. He was like, bro, y'all got this shit. And he was like, uh, if anything, bro, make sure y'all get y'all passports and get the fuck up out of Huntsville. <laughs> it is hell. <laughs> you feel me? Like, y'all can't sit here all day and expect the shit to just come to you. You got to hit the road. You feel me? Put gas in the car. That's what he always tell us. So, like, okay. from there, like, he kind of made me feel like it was possible at that point. So after we paid him for those two songs, we went ahead and paid him for the whole project. And uh, day by day, bro, like we would go over there to Melly house and record all night. Um, eventually, my niggas ended up going through some uh, some bullshit. And um, Mally, uh he seen how like at the time we didn't really have nowhere to like. Go, we was all kicked out the crib and like we was all just like chilling on the streets, just like doing whatever we could until we found wherever we was gonna go for the night. And then um he opened up the studio to us. Well, whenever they uh built it for EQ and um yeah, the rest of that been history too. For sure. 
saying? So, I mean, I hear about, you know, every time, you know, you like, it sounds like you pulling a long period of time, like, in the studio. So, I just want to hear about kind of your process when you be up in the studio. You be like, you boarded ourselves up in there, or, you know, it just seems like when you get up in there, you'll be in there hours upon hours, you know, until you get to get right. So what's your process like? Um, it really kind of all depends. Because, um, like, each each project, I guess, I could say it took a different process. Um, going into our first year in EQ Labs, uh, it was a lot of fun because we never had no, no shit like that. Like, he just gave us a free room and told us, like, and gave us Pro Tools, finally, <laughs> and told us, like, y'all niggas have fun, and make sure y'all, make sure y'all working. So, it was just walking to the studio, make a song, you feel me? Like, it wasn't nothing to it. Now, I feel like we getting closer to being at the door of where we at. Actually, not even closer, we at the door where we want to be at. You know, we just got to knock that bitch down. So it's like, I'll walk in. It's already got a beat playing. We'll go, hey, bro, you trying to make a song today? Fuck it, let's do it. And I'll finish writing to it as he finishes the beat up. He transitions it over to Pro Tools, and we do that shit right then and there. Or um, if I got a beat from somebody else, I take like a two-hour drive from Nashville to Huntsville. So, like, I'll be writing on my way down here. So I probably have swim done by the time I get to Huntsville type shit and put it down as long as I get in the studio type shit. But yeah, my process kind of varies really depending on exactly what song it is, what project it is, and, you know, how important whatever it is is to me at the time. Dude, um, what you working with is so much, like, did it ever become a thing where, like, you was kind of, like, hesitant to work with other producers or, like, you just, you had to maybe branch, branch out? It did at a point. Um, I'm a very loyal-ass nigga, bro. Like, I don't, like, if if, it, if it's us, I don't like fucking with nobody on the outside type shit. But I had to get out of that mindset because it was keeping me stagnant. Okay. You feel me? I ended up meeting a few other producers across the country and, like, Shout out to uh, Casino, Samari, um, Berm, um, Young and Icy. Um, I thought Samari was his little brother. No, <laughs> uh, no, that's the little homie, bro. Like, th- them niggas do look like yeah, He really like, do. Bro, I'm with my soul. I done told them niggas plenty of times. I was like, bro, Ish, that is you a couple years back, my nigga. Like, y'all don't even realize. It. Yeah, that's, that's, that's. I that's, thought they was related. It was like, nah, yeah, nigga, we, bro. that's the little homie, though. Them niggas clone. Oh, yeah, cry. Yeah, bro. Smarty hard as fuck for a 19-year-old, bro. For a 19-year-old, bro, that motherfucker's hard. Like, shout out to fucking Samari. He just sent me some shit the other day, and I told that nigga, I was like, this is probably one of my favorites that I heard from you in a minute. So, Samari got a lot of shit coming. But, um, yeah, shout out to all y'all niggas. Uh, I had to start venturing out, fucking with other people. Like, not because, like, it was, like, keeping my sound stagnant, but, like, networking. You feel me? Like, niggas need to hear me on other beats to know I'm versatile. You feel me? Like, or whatever the case may be. Like, for sure, for sure. All right, so 
We gotta we gotta pipe it up a little bit. Nah. Mm. Top five, top five, top five. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I need your top five lyricists. And this will be graded. Uh, <laughs> so you talking about, about top five all the time or top five right now? Give me your top five all the time. My top five all the time? Give me your top five all the time. Shit. You getting a hard one today. No, but see, listen. Because listen, niggas listen. will be on your head <laughs> if you give us. Uh, listen, bro. Listen, bro. So I got like I got like I got a few different top five lists. You feel me? Cause like I got uh, a top. No, no, nah, nah, you about to make it complicated. The five <laughs> best lyricists that come to your mind for sure, right for sure, now. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. Um, and this is in no particular order. Music. Oh, we. This is in no particular order. I'm gonna definitely say um, Kendrick Lamar. K Dot gotta be on your list. Yes, sir. You starting off very good. Good Jermaine, job. Jermaine Cole. Okay. <laughs> After he said K Dot, we was good. That's my dog. God and Cole. I'm gonna stop. Listen. He gonna say some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because I feel like uh-huh. niggas be I feel like niggas be disrespecting my, this man's because like he got caught up. With a ghostwriter one or two times. I already know who you about to say. But we can't we can't ignore this man pen, bro. We All know right. who we Just say it, bro. You not finna get Drake. <laughs> you not finna put Drake in your top five right now. Lyricists? All right. All right, never mind. I'm gonna take that back. Never tell I'm gonna take that Songwriters? back. Yes. Yeah. Songwriters? Songwriters. Right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna take that back. I can distinguish some stuff. Okay, Songwriters, we, we hell yeah. Lyricists, uh. All right, if we talking about you lyrics, doing all the time. All right, yeah, hold, all on, time. hold on, hold on, let me get, let me, <laughs> oh, let me get you, let me get you, let me get you. Uh, fucking um, A Z, A Z, do or die, A Z, corrupt. Okay. And Earl Sweatshirt. Okay, Earl. Earl. Earl Sweatshirt is one of those ones. He just he get he get thrown in there for sure. Yeah, that's a hard ass list to make because I still like after I you just left named Nas like, off. I mean, but in my opinion, I felt like. AZU was a better lyricist than Nas. Feel like Earl better. You feel like Earl better lyricist than Nas. Earl's is more complicated. Right lyricist. now, right now, right now, at this time in his career, compared to Nas's time in his career, at, at this time, I feel like Earl is a better lyricist okay. than Nas. I respect. You at listen. 19, 18, Nas had it, but in my opinion, after like the Illmatics kind of stopped, I just. We gonna clip this up, and you know niggas gonna see. It. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I let Nas down. Crazy. Oh man, I'm dead as hell. It's crazy, but uh, yeah, yeah, man, shout out to Nas yeah. though. Like, by all means, like, in my opinion, like, AZ and Nas kind of coming, coming, kind of coming one. Okay, but like, okay. I fuck with it. I'm just, I'm just making it hard on you, man. No, nah, you I'm straight, man. Like, yeah, hey, I fuck with, I fuck with AZ. He's yeah. trying to fix it, bro. He's trying to fix it. He is. He is. Oh, God. <laughs> no, but, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with them five, though. That's, that's, that's it right there. That's tough. That's a good list. When you had K-Dot, we was good. If you left K-Dot off, of course, man, I was good. I was going to ask you to leave. That's the, <laughs> that's, that's my the dog. One, bro. I, I, I got to, man. I got to. I got to. I feel like he's law at this point. Okay. Hey, let's get another top five real quick. Um, okay. Okay. Let me hit the button for you. Oh. Wait, let me yeah, hit the button yeah. for you. Top five, top five, top five. Oh, top five. So look, this is this is all your music. Give us your top five, like personally, songs that you love. Uh, hey, I want everybody to 
either like you got a strong connection to which you probably do with um, almost all your music. Oh, you talking also like like yeah, probably your songs, oh. your top five. Oh, okay, that's a question. Shit. Um I've made a lot of songs, bro. Uh Truth is definitely one. That's on November. Very dope song. And that was like I feel like that was my first one that people actually really fucked with. Um Fuck. That's one on D Box. Enough on D Box. That was actually one of my favorite ones that I made on that project. Relapse. I feel like everybody would really like and enjoy relapse. Um, that was mixed by uh, damn, I forgot that man name too. I, I'm so fucking sorry, but uh, his professor at UNA, he um, he got plaques with TLC, Aaliyah. Snap. Yeah, yeah, bro. My just, boy certified. Yeah, bro you? just walked in on my session one day and he was just like, Yeah, this is a really cool ass song. And he was like, You want to find me? He's like, You want to find me? I'm like, Shit, bro, go on do your thing. Because I didn't know how to mix it at the time. He just got up there, did his thing, and walked off. I said, Okay. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah bro. I got skills, bro. Let me. Yeah, I was like, Shit, you know what I mean? He's my nigga. But um, yeah, so those three, uh, after that, I'd probably say, um, I probably say off this on Don't Do Drugs, um, fucking uh almost out of gas is my shit. That's my shit. And Wild Child is my shit. These those are two that's coming up. Um, which I definitely want to look out for because those are hard. In all honesty, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't I I haven't really like been a hundred percent of a fan of my music until this project that I'm about to release. Yeah, because this one honestly, it it didn't it didn't brought out a range of emotions on my ass just listening to this bitch. So yeah, I definitely. Well, so you got that pressure. Yes, sir. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, so is it safe to say like you only listen to your music, maybe um, like repeatedly? And some people was like, yeah, I always work in my stuff. Some people be like, yeah, that's all I listen to is me. So I, I guess which one is you? I don't want to say it like that. I probably say it like, because when I make it, I listen to it so fucking much. So like, I guess like I'm my I'm my biggest critic. So like, if I hear like anything off, y'all might not be able to hear it, but I hear that bitch twenty four seven. So if some ain't like exactly how I wanted it to be, and I feel like this project I didn't like really double down on myself till now. But like, like all my past projects, I just kind of like got what I needed out, and then went on about it but like this one I had to make sure like this shit sounded exactly how I wanted it to sound but uh, if I don't do that with everything like I'm just not gonna eventually I'm not gonna fuck with it it can sound cool when I first do it but like eventually I'm gonna get tired of it one thing I learned after like getting into like making these videos editing and all that that I didn't get before is like cause I'll ask artists that like do you listen to yourself but then, like, once I started making stuff, and then you go through the process of editing and editing. Yeah, and bro, you don't see that shit no more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, I get yeah, it. Like, bro, niggas like, hear this shit a thousand times. So once you finally finish yeah. it, it's like, it's probably going to be a little second before yeah. I really feel like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, this for the people at this point. Like, you on to the next one. Like, me personally, I'm already, like, I've already pretty much been done with my next project. And I'm, like, started on, like, my next, I want to say, two to three. So, like, I'm, like, 
quick to move on, which I got to stop doing that shit because, like, I got to focus on what I actually released. Yeah, and, man. Like, you got to market that, that joint. Yeah, you I mean? bullshit when it comes yeah, to marketing. You got to market that joint. I don't even care. I'm bullshit when it comes to marketing. That's my problem. That's my problem. But, yeah, it is what it is. We working on that now, though, for sure. Yeah, as long as you learning and you acknowledging because yeah. – you know, some folks, they'll be making a mistake and be in denial about it. Be but. mad as hell. This shit ain't working out. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, you knew what the fuck was going on when you did what you did. But I'm like, weak. But all right. So now I want to get, I want to get petty. This oh, is, have you ever made a diss track? Uh. <laughs> Ooh, wow. Have you ever made a diss track? Hey, that's funny Come as on. hell, man. Hey, this fucked up because these niggas <laughs> with the school by ass. So they, <laughs> they know what the fuck this is. All right. Say no more. Yeah. Uh, situation was petty as hell, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. It was petty as fuck. And in and in my opinion, over the years, bro, I had to sit and like think about it to myself. I was in the wrong. I was definitely in the wrong. What happened was, I had a, you ain't got to say no names. No, nah, bro. I ain't gonna say no names and shit. But uh, like my cousin, he showed me. Um, a product no he had a he ain't showed it to him he had a cd of a nigga that we went to school with at the time he was like yeah bro gave me a cd played it for me i didn't like it <laughs> this nigga I chose was, violence yeah bro <laughs> you definitely was in the wrong <laughs> <laughs> i didn't like it so i took it upon myself i I did the little like bow wow shot shit out the window you feel me like oh i'm dead that's that's an iconic scene though this so, <laughs> so I come to school the next day. Uh, somebody asked me about his tape, and I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna lie about shit, but I could have been a lot more respectful than I was. So I told him I was like, I ain't fuck with it, but I also told him like that I threw that bitch out the window. I'm crying. These <laughs> motherfuckers, bro. Decide well who had it was a white boy too at the time at the time. So he decided the white boy was not the one that rap, but like the white boy I told it to. So he decided to go back to do like on some oh bro. Drill oh, said uh, So this is what really happened. He had a little instigator. Yeah, shit. Okay, bro. It's like Drill said he threw your shit out the window, this that, and ooh. These niggas, bro. I go to lunch. Perfectly fine. Wasn't even no wasn't even no like tripping day or nothing, bro. I get I get out of lunch. I go straight to my class. While I'm in class. My homeboy like came up to me like after his lunch period, like, hey bro, these niggas came to the uh lunchroom looking for you or whatever. Man, who the fuck came looking for me at, at the lunchroom? Like it's like, yeah, bro, uh, such and such. And um I was like, okay, that's weird. So like one of the niggas just so happened to be with them niggas that day, like he was like, Oh bro, I didn't even know they was looking for you. If I knew that it was you, I would told them niggas chill, bro. I didn't know it was that deep. I'm like, bro, I don't know what the fuck going on. So like these niggas Eventually, like, we started going back and forth on social media because that's what niggas do nowadays. And no offense to that nigga, but, like, that's just what niggas do nowadays, bro. Like, that's how the shit always, that's where it always ends up is on social media. But we go back and forth. Him and, like, him and Ish actually got into it. Um, and then, like, so I'm just kind of like, bro, if, if, it's, if it's that deep over music, my nigga, like, make a track. You feel me? And then we could just do that. Like you at the time, bro, at school, the the like the administrators were watching us. We was a wild class. You feel me? And everybody mm -hmm. the niggas before us was wild too. So like they was on social mm -hmm. media because we was doing a lot of 
wild ass shit. Like, yeah. you remember them exposed me? So, like, we was doing a lot of, like, outlandish oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. remember. Yeah. We was doing a lot of outlandish shit. Classes, yeah, we, <laughs> we was wild. So, like, they, so I'm like, we, I'm going to finish it on here and argue with y'all talking about where we finna fight at, do all this, this extra shit, like, especially on no, no, no music. Like, that, that's lame. So, make a track. They didn't. I went out my way to do a track that like trying to eat through this nigga. No, I antagonized him. I antagonized him, mm-hmm. and so he put out a track. I told him, "You put out a track, I'll promote it for you." And I did that. And the next day, like literally that night that he put that out, I went and recorded this track. Put that out the next day. Set this nigga up for the punch. <laughs> Man, for real, like that shit hit. That shit hit. That shit hit. I ain't gonna lie, but you know, ever since then, bro, me and me and dude ain't had no problems, nothing. Like we done seen each other. Okay. Plenty so of occasions. Real from the real from the Q six got it. He got a diss. He got a diss on his record. You feel me? I actually deleted uh I deleted that off my SoundCloud because one of the guys that he was with, uh, he ended up passing. Oh. Uh, so so you know, I deleted it out of respect. Yeah. 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 So I mean, have have you been able to mend that or is it like oh, I just I mean, me and bro, me and bro ain't never like me and him ain't never like had no no type of relationship with each other. So like, I never felt like it was nothing for us to mend. But like, like I said, we didn't see each other on plenty of occasions, bro. If he if he ever felt like any way about that, he could have you know acted on that. The times that I didn't see him, and we didn't nodded at each other in public, like. It, it shouldn't be no issue. No, that's the black man now. Yeah, it's yeah, like, the it's, black it's man now. <laughs> you see a nigga, you nod forward to him. Yeah, right, for sure, for sure, for sure. So, Enrique, you know, that, that boy loyal. That boy was in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> you got him into like, shit this time, though. I, I did, but bro was escalating the fuck out there. Oh, he was? Yeah, he I'm was But it, But it, it's cool because, I mean, like, at the same time, bro, it's just like, it's real passionate, like especially about shit that he that he care about and that he love, bro. So okay. like, if, if if it's his niggas, bro, he he gonna be the one. He he got the mouth on him, so he gonna so. if he if he feels some type of way about some shit, he he gonna be the first one. That's like, funny though, cause he's so slick with it. Like he'll be yeah. quiet one second, oh, but yeah. like he'll yeah, pipe, <laughs> he'll slight pipe. <laughs> <laughs> bro, it's that's funny. Like, it's yeah, funny. That's a funny, nigga, man. That's my nigga. You've been rolling sure. with Is for a minute now, though. You've been rolling with Is yeah. for a minute now. Y'all was out in California, correct? Yes, sir. What yes, happened sir. when y'all was out there? Y'all was y'all was uh, y'all was making some moves. We was, but in all honesty, I, I don't talk too much about it right now. Okay. But what I will yeah. say is, shout out to the population. Shout out to MacWab. Meeting, bro, was a blessing in every in in every sense of the word, bro. Like. We ain't like we when we went out there we didn't get to uh have the experience that we were set to have yet just because like some business circumstances took place and you know, some things just got delayed, but it's no issues at all. Like just being able to like be welcomed out there is like I'm grateful for it. You feel me? Like for him to open up his home to us, like let us, you know, kick it there. That's enough for me, honestly. But yeah, it was a, it was an experience. Yeah, definitely, definitely got plans on going back soon, and a lot of big plans on top of that. So stay tuned. For sure. Right, so yeah, I want to ask about 
brag. And what's the meaning? The meaning is just like really like fully formed, you know. Brash just be real and stay humble. Um, pretty much in a sense of self-explanatory, but um, it's a it's a lifestyle to me. Um, and it's kind of been that since the beginning. It actually started off as my rap name. Um, but one day, mm-hmm. actually, it was after, shortly after me and Isha got into it. We was in school. We had got into it one day. And, like, some weeks later, like, we ended up, you know, reconciling and shit. But I kind of felt like we had too many situations to where, like, shit just, like, turned sour. So, like, I felt like we needed to start fresh. If we was going to start fresh, I wanted to start fresh with everybody. So, like, that's when I believe he went with Enrique one time and I transitioned to rail. And that's when the Q6 started. We started that up. Um, that's when we decided to make Brash the brand and move under that. And okay. Yeah. And so you said Q6. Q6 TV is another thing you got going on, right? EQTV. EQTV. That's what we got going on. Yeah, I don't even like people knowing that I'm behind certain shit. Cause okay, like people okay. like to we'll edit it out. Not, mm-hmm. Oh no, you you good? You can keep okay. your shit in, but like, yeah, cause you know later on down the road I'm, I'm gonna do some new shit. But like, you know, people like to find out I'm behind shit. They find it cool not to support it. Gotcha. So, like I try not to. I try to stay like very to the ground about shit. So like, I, I know you like my shit. You just don't want to tell me. I'm dead. I'm dead as hell. I feel it. I feel it. All right. So, don't do drugs in the valley. Mm-hmm. Trent, I know you got some questions about that one. Yeah, and I mean, just uh, you kind of played the cross on you, like, um, I guess you kind of speak on November. And this year, for about that time, you like, what is the. What is the vibe? What is the meaning to this project? Um, the fact that uh, I turned my life around at the perfect time. Um, while in school, after we finished uh, the unexpected, um, like I said, we started we started on November. Actually, the first song that we recorded was "Dreams" with Jalen Kelly. We recorded that with um. Baby Rich in his apartment. And then uh, he left shortly after that. When he did that, and I want to say as soon as we found Mally, both of my niggas ended up, actually, bro, like, at that time, I want to say we had, like, four to five niggas who was locked up at that same time, bro. Like, I want to say I lost, like, two or three people, like, summers back at back. And, like, she was just, like, a lot. So, I like literally after that summer, I get into my semester at school. It's dropped out. A lot of my niggas dropped out who I was up there with. It was just me and my homeboy DeAndre. You know, I had uh, I was sitting with my advisor. Cause initially when I went to uh, college, I was psychology major, but I was feeling the fuck out of all my classes. <laughs> I was feeling bad, and she was just like, what are you wanting to do? Because, like, 
you just keep taking these psychology classes and it don't even look like you're interested in this shit. Like, and I'm like, me personally, if I'm gonna be honest, because like I, I had a moment right there where like I was gonna lie to her and be like, yeah, bro, I really wanna do psychology and shit, but I feel like that was a moment to as well where I had to I had to grow up, and, you know, just learn to be a hundred about everything, you know, going on in my life. And so I, I just not like this shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this bro. shit is not. This shit is straight not up, it. Straight <laughs> up, that's exactly what I thought. I was like, man, like, I'm this is like psychology is just not for me. Like, this has been something that I've been trying to, you know, keep my parents happy with because they they never wanted me to rap. Like, this shit was never something that they was cool with. Like. It was either like no, it wasn't even nothing. It was like you finna get your ass in the school and find something. You feel me? Like, and so I just instead of wasting everybody's time and money, which she told me she was like, you wasting money, you wasting time. Like, if you right now you have a semester behind, you need to get your shit together. So I told her I wanted to make music. She was like, you know, we got an entertainment industry program. I'm like, no, I didn't. I did not. Like, niggas do not read. You feel me? Niggas do not <laughs> listen, bro. Listen, bro. My ass went well, to fucking blinded though. Man, you blinded though because everybody wanted you to do something else. So you ain't even with real shit, bro. Real shit, bro. Like I, I went to UNA. I wasn't. I ain't do no research on what they was offering or none of that, bro. I just I, I went there because my sister went there. Type shit. I ain't know. I didn't know what school I wanted to go to. I didn't know nothing about college. I didn't think I was going to go to college at a point in time. It's just. By the grace of God. And so she she told me about that. I finished my uh, my basics, switched my major over, failed the first couple classes in the, inter- in the entertainment industry program, and it taught my ass that I don't know every fucking thing. Yeah, I went in that bitch arrogant as hell, bro. Like, nigga, I know music, got in that yeah, bitch. Yeah, Beethoven, nigga, yeah, tell nigga, me about it. <laughs> yeah, nigga, I rap, nigga. I'm, I'm that nigga, you feel me? Like, I, I sit on the internet all day and, and read shit. I don't need to listen to what she talking about. I don't know all about contracts and shit, nigga. I know, I don't know what you talking about already. Them tests hit the hit the table, my nigga. Music theory and shit like that. Yeah. Actually, like I took the music theory class, but I wasn't a part of the program. Okay. Yeah, I, I took it regardless though. It was a dope ass class. Um I learned a lot out of that bitch. But uh I just um as far as like the music, the entertainment industry program, okay. like I, I learned a lot of like the business. Gotcha. gotcha. Aspect from and like I did also minor in like well major in music industry tech as well. Uh, actually, D boxes where I recorded the University of North Alabama is where I recorded D box that project. Okay. Yeah, so I did all of those tracks myself in that studio. For sure. But For sure. um, that was my first time ever recording. But like. Yeah, bro. After I switched shit over and uh, started majoring in that, um, I was able to keep my mom focused and quit bullshitting so much and stay right, stay away from the trouble that I kept putting myself in and focused on uh, focused on getting November finished. And we ended up doing so. But so that pretty much is what uh, "Don't Do Drugs" is about. Just uh, the story of like the route that niggas was going down and the fact that. Um, I ended up realizing at the perfect time that I needed to straighten the fuck up or shit was going to get even worse. And, you know, niggas made the right decision at the right time. Can we get any updates on the project? Any updates? 420. 420, all right. Yeah, that's actually the first time I done, I done said that. I said that day. Yeah, we um, have to put that on the big Yeah, yeah, 420. Put some clouds in that motherfucker. For sure. 
We definitely uh all the drugs in the valley four twenty. Um I'm excited for this one myself. Just actually I would say it's the first project I can genuinely say genuinely say I'm extremely excited for. So yeah, we worked hard on this one. Uh shout out to shout out to Jay Rue. Also uh it's the homie from uh, Long Beach. Uh, he actually mastered this one. Okay. So uh, did an incredible job on this bitch. He brought it to life for real. And um yeah, we can't wait to to share this with the world for real. All right, bet, 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 bet. Sharon, I was waiting on you. I do I got this one question about um like we all go through the whole thing where you feel like so many people in your corner, mm-hmm. whether it's parents or siblings, you feel like they're supposed to support you the most and they don't. And you kind of talking about how, you know, your parents is like, their music ain't going to do nothing for you. Like, did that ever kind of mess with you mentally and like, make you not want to do what you was doing, you know? I'm like, I like to think of myself as the complete opposite of the norm. Like normally that would discourage a lot of niggas, but in a sense, to me, it fueled my fire. You feel me? Some MJ shit. (laughs) I took that personally. (laughs) (laughs) I took that personally, but um, like, like I, I like being told what I can't do because I like coming from an underdog standpoint. I don't always like to be expected to be the winner because then if I fail, people it, it, it gives people the, the excuse to just be like, okay, yeah, that nigga, he, he thought he was this, and now look where he at now. I don't ever want to be in that position. I like more so being the, oh, he never thought he could do this shit, but he ended up doing it. So, right, I've been getting told what I couldn't do my whole fucking life, bro. Like, ain't nothing new to me. I was told I wasn't going to go to college. I was going to be a janitor. A lot of niggas say that about their teachers, but I actually got people who was in that class who can actually vouch for you <laughs> on that one. Golly, yeah, yeah, so like, hell nah. yeah, I went. I actually went back to that middle school and uh, seen her face to face right after I graduated. My teacher, uh, my uh, old band director, he ended up taking me over there to her classroom and bragged on me a little bit. That's all love, but like, as far as like my parents, bro, like I always knew, regardless, like it was especially with my mom. It's like it's all love. So they just really want what's best for me at the end of the day. Ain't nothing personal at all. Because, I mean, and I understood because my uncle, he was actually a, a rapper as well. And um, he ended up, like, going broke over it. Like, and God rest his soul. Um, but, like, he, he he went crazy over this shit, bro. Like, he put his heart into this motherfucker. And it's just like he went nowhere. And my mom seeing him, like, just, like, Fold through this shit, and she also had another brother who uh, got rest his soul, committed suicide at a point in time in his life. So, just the combination of both, you seeing in me is like it's scary. You feel me? So it's like I understand. Like she wanted to kind of yeah catch me and put me in a different direction, but I felt like this is my opportunity to do what the both of them did, face the same challenges, and overcome them, and show her that it was possible to do so. You feel me? And, I'm the man that uh, that I always wanted to be, and the man that you know they strive to be as well. 
Times 10. Yes, sir. Love that. So we, you know, we got a freestyle coming up. So before we before we handle that trend, um, let's. I know you want to ask him like one question to lead the audience with. We gonna plug some stuff. So okay, yeah. So we gonna do that and then the freestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna edit out that little piece to right, that was right there. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, man, so, like, just, uh, lead the people with some words, man, um, what would you tell yourself that, um, let's say, when you enter in college, what would you give some advice to your younger self? Man, shit, stay fucking focused, bro, and I know people tell you to stay focused and you go in one ear and out the other. Man. Bro, listen to me. <laughs> Stay fucking focused, my nigga. Like, whatever you have on your mind that you want to do, first figure it out what you want to do. Make a plan for that shit. College is not for everybody. Don't don't believe just because you see me. I had to go to college, bro. I ain't had nowhere to stay. I needed a dorm room. So, they my parents put me in a position where you was gonna have to, you know, you gonna have to go to college. Everybody ain't in the same predicament. If you ain't got to do this shit and you got a plan for yourself, bro, dedicate yourself to that plan. Stay focused. If you are in school, stay focused. It's so many fucking distractions, bro. It is. So it's many a, fucking distractions, bro. Nah, that's real. Yeah. Your life literally depends on you staying focused. Yes, Not bro. To really stress it hard enough, yeah, I can bro. guarantee you will die if you don't stay focused. Real shit. <laughs> You will shit. die. I'm not even exaggerating. Your niggas life will, literally depends. Niggas will throw you off track so fucking quick, bro. And like sometimes it ain't even like it ain't even intentional. Like some people just like you know you can't always get involved in everybody's life, bro. Yeah. Like, you can't always follow the same road somebody else follow down. Like everything ain't for you. Stay focused on exactly what you want to do. Lock in on that shit. Don't do drugs and bad. Big facts, yes sir. I like the lead. That's it. I like, share, comment, a whole lot of that. Let's get this freestyle link. Mm-hmm.